How y'all doing? This your host, Wolf Brown. I'm here with my co-host, Marcus Cook, as y'all know. But today what's we got... On? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, bro? Not much. Good, good. I'm just going to tell them how we got us a special guest here with us today. One y'all may have met before, King. I've been knowing him about seven, eight years. Marcus been knowing him about... What would you say? Uh, almost like uh, down there nine or ten, man. Right, right. A couple years longer than me. And um, today's story is going to be called three sides to a story yes the triangle uh in which we have three black men uh from three different areas of life and we're gonna show how there's a tetrahedron of how no matter what position we in that we are looked at the same treated the same and we kind of have to deal with it the same um man listen man hold on man i like to call it the glass ceiling just like my co-host said man um we're gonna be talking about um, black men in the prison system, black men in the military, and black men in law enforcement. Mm, it's kind of a full blanket, and we're going to dive deep into these stories and find connections. So uh, let's get into it, man. Welcome back to Detroit International. Absolutely. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your host, Wolf Brown here. Got my co-host, Marcus Cook, with me, and we got our friend King in. And remember, today's topic was uh, three stories. And I'm going to start my story off like this, my side, which coming from the uh, law enforcement background, as a lot of y'all already know, that um, the way I feel about the government system is not something that I just uh, I grew up like. And um, I never had a disdain for the system but it slowly, I sat back and I started to peep things that was going on, especially as I was a cop, you know, mm. that I would not have seen before I became a cop, you know. And this governmental system got already formulated in his head what a good, upstanding American male looks like. You know what I'm saying? Can one of y'all tell me what that look like? So, man, I can, I can only. Right, right. You ain't even got to say it. You ain't even got to say it. Now, dig this. If you look at the demographic of Detroit Police Department, you will find that it's a good majority of whites, blacks, males, females, and uh, but most of them outsiders. Mm. Now, let me paint a picture for you. Could I go in the suburb, apply for a job there? Like, I'm talking about the deep suburb. Could I go in, like, like Rochester? Being from Detroit, could I go be a police in Rochester? Oh nah, hell no. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, not today like in any way. If if they was to accept me, if Gross Point was to accept me, if Northville was to accept me, that would be because they trying to uh trying to balance out a demographic because somebody done, I don't know, filed a lawsuit for discrimination against them. They never gonna open arms accept you in today's community. They look at you different because like, you know, you black. They expect a certain blackness out of you. They make little and when I say they, you already know I'm talking about you even I'm talking about not alone whites, but black police officers in a higher position who got there because of like little bootlicking ways. They have this in Detroit Police Department. It's a lot of bootlegging there. Bootlicking, my bad. But um and what I mean by bootlicking is like a black man kissing a white superior ass to gain a little I know y'all done seen some of that. Yeah, you yeah. know, no matter what life. What 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 walk of life you from? 
I mean, we we witness that shit in the military. You witness that at any job you working. If it's a mixed diversity there, it's gonna be some some major league licking going on in that motherfucker. And I would like to say, like one story, I was leaving um DPS head DPSH headquarters downtown. You know, the one on Third Street, and that's like where the one where the chief of police will give his uh conferences out of. And you know, they get the news got all the mics in his face, but he was busy on this particular day was trying to defend himself from another uh, well-known um, uh, media station uh, from Detroit. They gave him, and I shit you not, they gave this man the Sambo Award. Mm. Now, out there, you know that if one person say something about you, that could be hate, jealousy, you know what I'm saying, or anger. But if a whole media outlet come up with, with you know a conception about you you know what i'm saying if a whole city come up with a perception about you it's got to be some truth to it now you the chief of police in detroit you letting other you know what i'm saying outsiders come in and you already know that they formulate opinions about your black people what you doing for your people i mean think about it as a black cop you got to share locker room jargon with these i mean white cops who probably feel freely enough to crack a black joke, a racist joke. I don't know if you saw the ones who did the little black girl magic thing. They got fired for it, of course, but that's some shit that go on there. But like, Mm. you know, I think that out there, they expect the black man to react to certain situations a certain way. Like they, it's the stereotypical, uh, what you would call a passive aggressive black man who just supposed to be angry for no reason. Mm Mm-hmm. They want that about you, you know what I'm saying? And like when you don't give it to them, either now it's something wrong with you, or they can't have a weight and they want to, you know, push against it. I mean, hell, I didn't have situations in there like where I didn't got in trouble. But if let's just say a 25 year old white female officer had did the same actions that I had did, he would have undergone less scrutiny and ultimately like less discipline. Because that's just how it is out here. Um, I was going to ask King, my brother, how do you feel about having to live in a neighborhood like this, which I live in as well, where we have outsiders passing, uh, enforcing laws and ultimately uh, profiling us when they looking for something to catch us on? My thoughts, man, is... It's all some bullshit at the end of the day because who mm. else better to govern their own neighborhoods than the people that stays in them? Exactly. You know, we wake up and go to sleep with these people next to us, kind of sort of like in a prison way, if you think about it. These people that mm. stay next door, we see them every day. We see them when they're going to work. We see them when they're coming back. We see them out mm. there having barbecues and having fun. We're right there, right next to them, speaking and enjoying, speaking and enjoying the day right along with them. So who right. else is better to come broker peace than the people that have been surrounding this neighborhood for centuries and decades? Uh, oh man, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. I'm gonna chime in. I remember you telling me. I don't know if you remember. You tell me a story about how you did a pullover. Um, with a particular partner you had, and it was a you know a a, a guy and like you peeped the situation, 
But just because y'all was in, I ain't gonna say the hood, but he was nervous. He damn near had his hand on his gun already, getting ready to make a decision, and y'all ain't even assessed the situation yet. I don't know if you remember oh, you telling me that. Oh yeah, I remember the situation. And the thing is, um, about <coughs> that, I want to say no names. But it was me and a partner, not a regular partner, you know, but nonetheless a Caucasian male. And it was me and him. We did like a, a routine traffic stop, but I don't know if you would call it routine because I did work the um the thirty series, the uh, undercover unit, you know. But we did a traffic stop. Uh, you know, three black males in the car, and um, you know, we pulled them over for something minute, like they made they turn without a signal or something like that. But um, right. motherfucker is is uh doing the 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 white boy cop thing, like. Hands on, hands on the steering wheel, asshole. I'm like, come on, man. We just walked up to the car. At least let them, let's fill them out. See if there is anything out of place here. Right. And, you know, he don't want to hear that in front of them because now it's, oh, now I'm wrong. So, you know, he steps on it again. Let me see wait, some ID wait, from everyone. Wait, can I, can I, can I chime in on this real quick? <laughs> yeah. And crazy that you said that he pulled that move. Because sometimes you can just come out. You get pulled over. A motherfucker might not have a license or something. A motherfucker tell you what the fuck is going on with them. You feel me? Like, I got pulled over and put in a situation where I had a pistol and dope in the car. Mm. I got pulled over. And the first thing he asked me was, Everything good with your license? I'm like, hell no, my license suspended. Dearborn probably got a warrant out for me. He like, mm-hmm. you got one else? And I said, you want another honest too? He's like, yeah, man, probably could cut you slack. Mm-hmm. Over at the white cop, he said the white cop to run my name. It was like, what's wrong? I said, man, I got dope and gun in the car, dog. Mm-hmm. So what the cop did was he searched. He was like, man, let me search the car. He searched the car. He did some 100 shit. He just took the he took the fucking um, clip from my gun. He mm. just took my clip and my bullets. Never didn't touch my dope. Just like, man, ain't even worth it tonight. You was honest with me. Get the fuck up out of here. Be safe. Mm. So sometimes I mean, people not being an asshole. You know, the white guy that was with me was an asshole, but I ain't what? trust the motherfucker. You white. You feel me? Right. I'm more- more comfortable with this black this black guy in front of me talking to him than than you because you might go overboard. I tell you it's a gun in the car, you gonna shoot me and tell you I'm with for the gun. You feel me? Yo, yo, and you know, I think sometimes like that's actually a situation where you will have the black officer, the white officer, the black officer trying to uh kind of s- solidify his position in front of the white officer. I mean, you actually got, because there are good people out there. They're good Caucasian people out there. Very good. But, you know, they have mentalities, because we never know what's going on at their dinner table at home. Mm. <laughs> you know, yep. I, cut a, I cut a nigger a break today. You know? Right. Man, you know what? Speaking of A.O. Uh, King, I want you to get a little, uh, you know, a little deeper and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, take it from, like, Take it from your point of view as far as uh, the prison the, the prison system goes. Okay, the prison system. Oh, that's see that 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 goes deep. Like, hey man, hey man, go as deep as you want to go. Pause <laughs> on that, of course. <laughs> yeah, we gotta hear it though. We got We gotta hear it okay. though. We 
are automatically based on a point system. Mm. When you get sentenced to go to prison, the, the, the amount of time they give you is based on a point system. But your race plays a big point in that point system. Like, mm. I was locked up. I had a guy that was a habitual offender. Anybody know any habitual offenders are life? Mandatory. Mm. It's a mandatory life sentence once you get to be a habitual offender. So I was locked up with a guy. He was a habitual offender for um, assault, assault. What was it? Grady body harm, less than murder, or assault mm. with intent to murder. It was something like that. A white guy walked in with the same exact case. Same exact case. Got caught red-handed. And everything he was doing, the black guy didn't. The sentencing guidelines was almost a 20-year difference for him. Mm. Deep. The, the, the white guy was looking at 15, even though he was a habitual. But the fucking judge was willing to give this guy a life sentence plus the time for his gun. Approval mm. point. Oh, man, let me just jump in here right quick. I don't know if y'all heard the story about the guy who um, he was in New York. His dad was like some type of big, uh, I ain't going to say lawyer, but some tycoon or whatever. He raped the chick at his college thing. And then his parents said, don't send him to jail. Like, Don't make him a, a sex offender. He got his whole life ahead of him. He didn't know what he was doing that night. And all this other stuff. They it's like it's like in the media, they paint the picture for white guys get the uh and, th- and this is something I want to say for my segment, and I'm gonna let you get back to it, King. White people get the benefit of the doubt. That's something that black people aren't awarded. Like uh they aren't awarded the benefit of the doubt. You know, that's one thing that's uh like uh that uh they don't get. And that's one thing that always bothered me. Um, what you think about that, man? That that's true. That's true. That like that takes you that takes you back to um my last story when I was on here last time about okay. the the situation where I had the white bunky that was a tree jumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how much time that boy got for raping them kids? How much? 17 years. Wow. It was a guy in there that raped. He was in there for for, for raping two girls um, as revenge for his sister or something. Um, had a life sentence. Oh, well, I want to say life. He had 30, 38 years and he was black. So you see the difference. This guy raped four or five little girls and got 17 to to, to 30 years. But this guy over here got uh, been raped some girls in revenge for his sister in the moment of, in the heat of the moment, and then blacked out. Mm. Like, totally blacked out, don't remember shit. And um, damn, this guy over the head with damn near numbers to, to commit him to life. Mm. Jesus. Hey man, so one of the things I, I kind of want to know, I'm curious about. So how is like the inner workings? 
Because, you know, I know you got, you know, the gains and stuff or whatever, but how's the overall system towards, you know, race in there? And do certain races or certain groups got more pull within that system? Good question. In the system now, the gangs run it. It's not really about color or race right now. Okay. The system in the system now is big on gangs. The bigger the the the, the more the gang is bringing in to the, to to feed the people under them, the more they can pay guards. You pay guards, you're able to control the person with the money and the most power is able to control. It's not about race, but yes, are they okay. divided? Are are they divided by race in there? Yes. When you look around the yard. Um, if it's not a young white guy that's in the gang out there running with the bloods, um, he over there with the other white boys. You see the blacks with the blacks, the Mexicans and Latinos with the Mexican and Latinos. That's just how it is. You know, mm. like you might look over the yard and you might actually see the Aryan Brotherhood over there. Mm. Yeah. And see, you know, you know the one thing, and, and this might sound crazy, um, and kind of follow me. The one thing I can respect about a prison system, right, as far as not the system itself, but the people in it, is if you are racist, you can fully flaunt that shit. So you'll have a guy that, and I, I and I'm not saying everybody in like an Aryan Brotherhood or everybody in a certain game feel the way they feel, but people can be what they want to be and put it on display. There's no hiding it. I'd rather have a person like I like my racism up front. <laughs> I don't like the covert. Uh, spit, spit, you know what I'm saying. My face with it. Don't come stab me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, like serve me my racism like on a plate, medium well. Don't try to hide it within a salad. Here you go, bitch. You know this what you got. <laughs> I, you know, um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna let you continue, man. Just let me know when you ready, because I think like like my story is pretty much the same, but just on a different. Just you know, just in a different setting, yeah. you know. But so, so yeah. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, they're they're divided. The 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 sentencing is based on more so the color of your skin. You know, mm. it it is it's always like that. You, of course, you got a couple racist guards. Mm. You know, you might get every once in a while. You might get a couple black, the black guards that hate fucking the white, that hate the fucking white guards and the white, the white inmates that work in your favor. And mm-hmm. just so happy you might, you might get an Uncle Tom that that like kissing master ass, mm. and he hate niggas. So now we really got a problem. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty much the same. Anywhere you talking live, about you asshole, and you got you got one race thinking they can get over more because of the color of their skin. Wow, man! You know one thing I I, I want to talk about, um, and I think it's two sides to this coin, you know. And before I jump into my stuff, and we can get into this, and this this is a whole deeper topic. You could just even look at somewhere like where we're from, Detroit. It's the crab in a bucket mentality, right? So you got, we too busy pulling each other down, 
not realizing our whole communities is ran by other races. Yeah. From yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody else and their mama yeah, got their hand in our pot. And but you know, I'm a you know what's up. And it'll make it so bad to piggyback what you said. Yeah, they got their hand in our pocket. It makes it so bad if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't be where they at. And see, ooh, and 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 I'm I want to visit this and go and go deeper, but I'm gonna touch on it now. And you know, people they let the mainstream media and everybody paint like, oh, black people ain't got no money, but we're really the corner, you know, like the cornerstone, excuse me, of America, like. If you look at these inner city or these places, we're funding, like, let's just say the people that live in Dearborn, they come and work in Detroit, and they're taking that money, going back to Dearborn, building their own stores, their own schools, and we go there and shop, but we, like, they make it known we're not welcome. Like, you don't feel like you're welcome there, to be honest. If you, you know, I, you know I, I'm a, you know, you're going to have the people like, no, everybody's welcome, but to be real, it wasn't made for right. you. You know, it's made for that community, which which I understand. So I'm not one of the people like it's all about building your community. But the thing about us, we too busy trying to step on each other's heads to be that one because they only leave a gap open for a couple to get through. And that's going to have me jump into the military thing. Right. So you look at how, you know, you got black people coming up in military and other races stick together. I think the race in the military, I think I can go ahead and you know, jump on with me, like the Philip, like you know, the Filipinos. They stick oh man, together. you know what? That that um, is about the biggest example you see there, and because yeah. if you in a, a West Coast or um, we're gonna just say a, a Asian uh, country, uh, you'll find that a lot of the people uh, that work in the the sculleries or, or the galleys, uh, that's that's Navy talk for like uh, a kitchen, if you will. You will find out that they can get security clearance, so they put the Filipinos there. They didn't have security clearance, but they was able to join rank filler. You, but hold on, hold on. Their their supply, supply because that's where all everything yeah. is being ordered. Yeah. So all right, so boom, you got all yeah. of that, and even white people to a degree, even white people that don't like each other. But the thing about it is, most most black kids we come in. Um, we coming in from different, you know, different cities uh, or, you know, even countries or, you know, different neighborhoods, different mm-hmm. mindsets. And then we get around other people and some of these people are weak minded and it's turning against. It's like warfare. And then we have to deal with preconceived notions. I'm going to tell you all a quick story about something that happened to me recently. Um, I'm not going to go into all details because, you know, the you know, the, the, the case is done, but you know, the the powers that be got on me or whatever. So to make a long story short, um, I was working one night and I had some young uh, female sailors and we can kind of get into, you know, feminism and the Me Too movement. It leads into that as well. But race plays a big factor in this story. So um, these particular females skipped work for three hours. Right. So, you know, if you leave work in a regular civilian job, you mm. get fired. Right. Right. They They come back. And the chiefs and the people that's hired me, chiefs is basically my boss. I was a supervisor of the shift. They had me write them up, right? So I write, I write these ladies up. The next day, they put a sexual uh, assault charge on me, mm. right? So people didn't look at the fact that they skipped work. I got paperwork proven. I written them up. 
I got paperwork saying that they messed up here and there, and everybody looked past that. Like all the all they seen was big black guy, and and you know I've been in the Navy for about you know ten twelve years. They ain't look at my service like, hey, this guy's been you know a model you know sailor, blah blah blah. They just looked at big black guy, and then they got me out of there. So they escorted me out. So they came, they called me to work early, and they then they cuffed me. And escorted me out the building. Told me I couldn't come right back. So, you know, now I'm, I'm thrown somewhere else. And, you know, people saying, hey, you know, let it come out or whatever. But turns mm. out it was false. Right. Right. And people telling me, hey, hey, you're a strong guy. Wow. It, right. Why? Why? You know, exactly. So and and, and then I'm going to tell you everything that happened. So they couldn't prove it. Charges again dropped. They seen that everything like wasn't equal, you know, wasn't adding up. And then it got thrown at me like, well, you are a scary guy. You're a big guy. You might have scared them. Dog. How? If you mess up, well, hold on, home. Like, if you mess up and I yell at you for messing up, how is that me scaring you? That's me letting you know. And I wasn't even, I'm not in their face. I'm just, I'm like, yo, like, I, I just I just raised my voice a little bit. But it, so all that got flipped mm. against me. Uh well you are you are and they didn't say black so and it was a black person that did this to me like it wasn't black it was hey you're you like you scared them and and given my past I feel like you're guilty you know what I'm saying but I was proven innocent but they had to hit me with something so they had to be like all right we got him here he didn't do what he but we Yo. had to do with something and. That experience just and it, it just me up. you know what it Go fucked ahead. me up uh because uh that story you was telling uh the kid's name was Brock Turner and uh yeah, and yeah with the rich yeah, white kid yeah. uh and you know his dad able to let him not go to jail for the rape or whatever but you know here they are grilling you uh model guy and we it's obvious you know they lying because they got disciplined and the next morning both of them came in and said the shit. That's how obvious, you know what I'm saying? You know it right. is. And now, had that been a white man going before a black woman, you know what I'm saying? She would have been scared that, all right, now this automatically sounds wrong. And they scared of litigation, but they don't think that black people know the uh, litigious process. They think we don't know the law, so they think they can run anything down our throat. You know what I mean? They know that a young, a blonde, white male I have a father that's somewhere working that know a lawyer that a hammer that ass and they scared to come wrong. So they gonna get all they ducks in a row before they come for a white man. But like black nigga don't know the law. We're going to run this shit against him. You know what I'm saying? To make, you know, put our foot down, make it seem like I'm doing something. And like sometimes you want to know the crazy part. Hold on. Hold on. You want to know the crazy part. I had people come up to me privately talk about some, Hey, what happened to you was wrong. I looked at, you know, the facts of everything. And, you know, the, the only reason that saved me, because my story mm. never wavered, you know. So then you got people, and so, you know, they ship me away for, you know, a couple weeks to a month, uh, you know, a month or two. So when you ship somebody away and you leaving people there, and all mm. people going to hear rumors, because, you know, they young. They don't go around and be yeah, like, you ain't yeah, yeah, they so now people yeah. believe in it. Yeah, so I'm, and then, you know, I can't contact nobody, so people just believe in it, and you know, like, you know, back to what I was saying earlier, black people don't get the right. benefit of the doubt. So in, in people's minds, I was painted as a monster, even to this day, even though you got facts saying I didn't do what I was accused of. Some people still got that picture of me as a monster in their mind. 
you know, even when I got interviewed, I got interviewed by the guy. He was like, hey, you don't seem like the guy that they say. You seem, you seem all right. I'm like, yeah, man. I told him straight up. I said, I said, listen, at the end of the day, I know I'm a black guy, right? And I know I'm a male. Why would I put myself in a situation to where something like that can happen? Why would I do that to myself? I've been in the Navy X amount of years. What what uh what what race was these uh female? Like like um um like you know you got the different races that be like whitewashed, and I don't really you know get because you know like I right. said the, the case just wrapped up or whatever, so I don't want to give it yeah some any more traction yeah much, but like you no. Know, Right, you know, like non-black, but you know, you got the people that that cling on to you know America mm. and try to use it based on when they want to use it or whatever. And you know, and people only started looking at me like I was innocent only when this particular female got in trouble for underage drinking, going over to Mexico illegally, and then I think somebody had like drugs or mm. something in the car. You know, don't quote me on that. Hypothetically, we can do that. Right, right. Allegedly, yeah. uh, What they say, and yeah, in the media. So, so when that happened, people like, hmm, hmm. You know, maybe this cook guy. So I started getting the benefit of the doubt based on her fucking up. If you know what I'm saying, but people automatically had me painted. I came in, I told the truth. My story never wavered. Only reason I didn't get in trouble is because they story switched up. But they was ready to hammer me and throw me away. And then they expect me to be normal about it. And this is where, you know, you got black people don't realize, like, we all struggling on so many different levels that other races might not realize it. And we can go into interracial dating. You might have a white partner and she don't really get, you know, what you're going through. Hey, I feel like that's that's a a thick ass topic I want to touch on on another episode. Oh, yeah, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just touching on it right now. But yeah, man, you about to get ready to wrap it up, man. We, um, Man, we touched on a lot of topics today, and it's 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 a lot of stuff that you know. I know we still want to get to. Uh, you guys got any closing thoughts, man? Before we uh, shut yeah, this I tell them like this. Uh, that's your three stories right there, coming from three different uh walks of life, three different areas, and you see that no matter where we are, uh, you we gonna still face uh the scrutiny of the world as the black man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the underdog. The one that's being looked at as the bad guy. As what was everybody needs a bad guy, you know? Yeah. And um, I think really yeah. uh the only thing that we have right now, uh, and hope for us black brothers is this right here, what we just did, this unity coming together, uh dissecting and analyzing the problem, you know what I'm saying? And now that we a unit, you know what I'm saying, but you know, we three. Imagine if we was three hundred, three thousand. Three hundred thousand, right. and, and see, and see, and see, and see. So, if a white person listening to this, I don't want you to get you know nothing confused. So, you know, when when black guys try to assemble, it's a problem. But you know, when white people assemble, it's hey, I'm a being my American right. So you got the you know white people that want to keep well, you know what racist I... stuff down down south. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't gonna go too deep. I ain't gonna go too deep. But you know, they're able to assemble peacefully. And get things done, but every time we do it, we always consider, you know, a gang and everything else. We just three young brothers having a uh, uh, open dialogue, and uh, with that, you know, this is a uh, Detroit International man. We got a lot more to come. It's so many topics in this 
we want to get to, man. But we got to get to the show. We out. Man. Hey, I love y'all. Love y'all too, man. Y'all be Peace. safe. Show. Peace. All right, man. Hey, look, look, man. These guys are my brothers, man. Um, this conversation can go on forever, man. But uh, yeah, if you guys got any topics for us here at Detroit International, some you want us to touch on a little bit more, hit us up, man, and uh, we can elaborate on anything that you wanna um wanna know, man. So just hit us up.